Blog Talk Radio. Everybody is all okay. Hi to everybody who's joined us into the chat room. Uh, could the guests please sign into Blog Talk Radio so you can come and join us in the chat room? Trust me, they're very good in the chat room. They will look after you. And I can honestly say it's Tuesday. Uh, obviously, a few rants, a few lovely people I think will be calling in. And of course, with it being Tuesday, we've got to have, of course, Howard Eipstein, co host for the show. Hi, Howard, how are you doing? I am great, Miss Sue. It's just a wonderful week. It's a wonderful week. My wife is doing great. I'm on the show with you, and a certain person has a big birthday this week, so I am ecstatic this week. All is good. <laughs> All is good. 
And, uh, and, and I, I just want to say to everybody, if anybody would like to do a sponsor, right, I was thinking about this, how we could raise a bit of money, you know, for the Patrick birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that what we should do is we should sponsor, um, do something where we'll do so much a minute if Howard doesn't say the word Patrick on the show. But, <laughs> but if he does, he has to do a donation. Okay, well, then I'm going to be a poor man. I am going to be a very poor man. But um, but since it is Patrick's week, I do have a, um, not even Sue knows about this, so I want to give out, during the, I have an event going now, it's called Go Green and Blue in honor of Patrick and the Pitbulls, and I'd like to give out the first Go Green and Blue award. So here it goes. On behalf of the Go Green and Blue movement, it is my honor to present the Go Green and Blue Hall of Fame Award. This person has created so much awareness. They are always there to help promote a page or a group. They have helped many causes and many people all over the world, and they are certainly loved by people all over the world, and I certainly love them very much. It's my honor to present the award to the one and only Sue. I will be making a donation to the New Jersey ASPCA in honor of Sue Davies. Oh, thank you very much. Thank now, I would you. like to read you a wonderful reply. I don't know if you remember, Sue, back in when the Connecticut, shoot, Connecticut shootings happened, we had Brenda on, if you remember. That's right, yeah. Yes, and she wrote this back, truly wonderful acknowledgement. When we were on the show, Sue, back in December at that time, off topic of rescue, all the way from the U.K., her concern for our state of Connecticut, state of Connecticut tragic event was overwhelming. As her constant delivery of awareness to the world via her show it is a privilege that, he, that, that you each looked to me for any input at all, never mind what we were and what we were still going through. She has definitely earned my respect. That does not go without acknowledging your personal strength and desire and passion to keep the word going and keep the issues and pages alive, especially while you've been on an emotional roller coaster with Leslie's health. I am sure... I am sure wanting you to keep the awareness alive. In my eyes, I'm extremely confident I'm not alone. Both of you both of you need to be recognized for what you do. We all have a backstory and I've spoken to you about it. God bless both of you. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. I must admit, I'd not even seen it. I mean, we've been so busy with everything, to, especially today, it's been crazy. Um, but thank you, that's beautiful. It, the thing is, it's nice sometimes to have a bit of... Um, Acknowledgement, do you know what I mean? And that that just makes things like that just make it all worthwhile, don't they? Just little well, things like that. That's you know, you have a lot beautiful. of people on. You have a lot of people on the show week after week, Sue, and you do acknowledge people, and you do you do help so many causes. So, uh, so in your honor, I will be making a donation in honor of you and Patrick to the New Jersey ASPCA. Um, and can I just say to everybody, if anybody else wants to um, look, sort of back up that with Howard, if anybody else wants to do donations, that because obviously a fantastic cause. So, you know, you know, we need to be supporting. I mean, the, the trouble is there's so much that we need to be sharing at the moment, and there's so much out there. I mean, I've, I've looked at so many different causes that are out there, and I've got some, you know, some stories to share again tonight. But I've, I've again got to say to people that just for today, I know we've all done loads today, um, but just for today, I have been speaking to attorneys, to um, people that have had their dogs seized by um, the police because of BSL. I've spoken to about four people um, in America. I've emailed people. 
I've messaged solicitors who are going or who are also um, helping people that have had their dog shot by police and wanted to get them on board. And and I, I just need to get it bigger. And this is why I'm on the phone all the time. Even while I was cooking the kids' tea, I was co- literally talking to an attorney. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's just been a, cra- a crazy, crazy day. Do you know what I mean? It's just where, um, and then, and then, of course, I've, I've been talking to Kristen very quickly because she's been, been busy. I've been busy, and I've literally spoken to, between it. And I've gone and done some to my AskSue.co.uk website. Managed to delete stuff off there that I shouldn't. And she did always say to me, "Don't worry, Sue. It's you know you can learn, and it it doesn't matter because you won't can't break it." I don't think she'll be saying that when she actually sees what I've done to it. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you know what I mean? And the thing is, there's so much going on, and there is things that are starting to actually move. You know, we're actually starting to make a difference. But I'm still getting in touch with people, and they said, but we didn't know about the show. And I look, and there's 20 mutual friends. There was 20 mutual friends, friends with this person that got in touch with me today. Unbelievable. So it's still not getting out there, you know. And I'm thinking, right, we need. To, I need to do something, you know. I need, really do need to do something. So um, I've actually been approached also by a t-shirt company. Well, they do hoodies and t-shirts. So we may be doing something with the Ask Sue show. Going to do some logos and uh, try and chuck something together. So if there's any artistic people out there who think, oh, hold a minute, I've got an idea, um, by all means, give us an email, show at gmail dot com. Looking forward to for that as well. Unbelievable, and um, I did. Busy. Oh, I'm very soon. Busy, and I still wanted to say that the um, that the Herbie group is still going. Just to, you know, as we say, Sue. You know, it's always one dog. You know, it's we want to help them all, but it, this is. I'll tell you, the support for Herbie and Doc Rick. I, it, it's it's really unprecedented. It's just unbelievable the sharing in there and the compassion. So, as we say, you know, oh. one dog, but there's a lot of dogs out there. Um, but but I do want to thank Doc Rick and you know all the supporters behind that and uh, just an amazing man. He's also a police officer, so a special, exactly. special shout out to him. He took you know he took such good care of Herbie. But uh, yeah, but anyway, it is Patrick's week. We have a special show Saturday. It's his two year rebirth birthday. You know, I was talking to my friend Donna this morning. So you had her on the show yesterday. She's wonderful. And we were talking, and it's just you know, and of course you know we would joke around. I am obsessed, but you know something, it's truly. And I've said it, Patrick has just changed my life in a way that I never, ever, ever would have imagined. You know, it's just I was talking to someone at work when you think about a dog that was so badly abused and neglected and how we how we just brought people together in a good way. And um, certainly want to yeah. thank him and everyone at GSVS that took care of him when he wasn't well. And, you know, just, just all the activists out there that have supported my events for Patrick and, of course, the show. So it's just a wonderful, yeah. you know, there are good things out there, guys. Not all bad. Exactly. <laughs> a lot exactly. Of and and very quickly, we've got a, a phone call waiting, so I'll okay. go back to there in this just okay. a second. But um, I just want to say to everybody, right? I've been talking today um, to a family that have had their dog seized by the police um, in in the UK, and I'll, I will talk about this in a minute. But I just want to say to everybody, how, how is everybody's thoughts? I want people to email me thoughts about Lennox. Okay, it's it's quite a while since he's gone, and I was thinking about him today, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, do we do another story to actually get it back out there to be able to make changes for the BSL laws? 
I, for one, am sickened because I want to tell you about the story about this BSL seizure that's gone up just the last few days. Um, but I want to know what your thoughts are. You know, so give us a call in. Maybe in about half an hour, give us a call in. I want to know people's thoughts about the BSL laws. Maybe you've got some ideas. And also, have you actually um, have you got a dog that may be a pit bull type? I do not want you to put your name or anything on the chat of where you are or who you are if you have. But if you want to ring in anonymously or if there's people who want to email, asksueshow at gmail.com. If you've got concerns and you're worried about your dog, what action are you mm-hmm. doing to prevent this from happening to you? That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? No, so, you know, we, I want to talk about that as well. And I am going to be having another BSLC um, show and will right. be bringing this story to the front line as well because I've spoken to the family and they're absolutely devastated. So I will be mm. talking about that very shortly. Um, very quickly, let me go to the phone lines. Uh, oh, well, I would do, but they've disappeared. Oh, okay. that's gone. Oh, hmm. I, I, I don't know if we've had a chance. I do apologize. If that person would like to call in again, I'll fetch you in. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, right, now, what was I going to say? So, Howard, is there anything, anything you want to bring in before? Um, no, not really. Um, you know, as I said, um, you know, we're just plugging along and, uh, you know, that is interesting about Lennox. My my friend Linda actually has an event going. Linda Samples formed an event um, uh, for Lennox's one year, you know, the one year anniversary. But, you know, you, your show was so involved with that. And I think, you know, I think it got very quiet. And I think we do need to bring it up again. Because like you said, we don't want someone, you know, seizing our dog coming into our house or taking it like that. And it's a very, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a very serious problem. And it's just it's very upsetting how they're, just discri- it's just outright discrimination. You know, we've said it: the Rottweilers, this, the that. Now it's the uh, pit bulls, and it's just, it, yep. it's just, it's just very upsetting. It's just very upsetting. Uh, exactly. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to sort out things. And unusual face. Uh, I think everybody's been having trouble with Facebook again. Honestly, it it will be the death of me. I promise you. It, it keeps telling me at the moment something's gone wrong. We're working to get it fixed as soon as we can. Oh, God, Don't even true. start me off on that rant for tonight, <laughs> okay? What's <laughs> it Drive me mental. Um, right, what was the thing? Right, I think what we'll do is um, let me just see if that phone light. No, they haven't called back in. So, what I'm going to do? Let me find. Um, there's a couple of things I want to bring forward. Let me just find the the page. Right, today um, I was speaking to Jordan. And his partner, I must admit, I've forgotten his partner's name. Um, and they've got a three-year-old daughter. They have got a dog called Shimmer, and an absolute gorgeous dog. Now they live in just outside of St Helens or around St Helens in the UK, and they literally had a knock on the door at nine o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden they opened the door, and it was the police, and they wanted to speak to them about the dog. Hmm. They have decided that this dog is a pit bull type, and they decided that they were going to measure the dog. Now, let me just tell you now, they have got a beautiful little three-year-old daughter who absolutely idolized this dog. And they they literally, the little three-year-old sits on the living room floor, and he was telling me she rolls the ball to the dog, and the dog with her nose pushes the ball back to her. 
there's pictures on that Facebook group that will break your heart to think that that dog is so used to sitting with that little girl every single day and now it's sat in a kennel or wherever at this moment in time, like another Lennox situation, and it's sat in a kennel on its own, and it's done nothing wrong. Unbelievable. Now, I am absolute. I mean, how many times, Howard, have we had this rant about this? But it's the same thing again. Again. You know? Now, do you know what? The first thing that the the one thing that was there was police went round, and the one thing that the police did say to them, which I find horrific, was the fact that he said to him, he said, "Oh, he said the the dog's been um, needs to have some training." And John said, "What do you mean? It needs training." He said, oh, yeah, he said, because at the end of the day, the dog wouldn't even stand up to be uh, measured, would it? No, it was lying on its back being stupid and wagging its tail. Unbelievable. And, and apparently the partner said to them, yeah, that's because the dog wants to have its belly rub. She always does that. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. Oh, this is the BSL laws that are protecting us mm-hmm. from these very dangerous dogs. Oh, lying on their back, wagging their tail because they want to have their stomach rubbed. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, so my there, life, honestly. There, uh, I, I could have the biggest rant ever tonight, honestly. You know when you just think, oh, yeah. my goodness. Have there, been any you know? prote- have there been any protests in Belfast, to your knowledge, you know, um, recently with the whole Linux thing and BSL? Well, I'll tell you what, if I had my way, I'd, I'd tell you now, honestly, Howard, I swear now, it isn't going to be long, and I'm going to start to get my motivated head on, and we are going to have some Ask Sue rant um, demonstrations. Yeah, we need I it. promise you that. Because I promise I you. Because I am sick to death of, no, of of nothing happening. I think the Lennox situation is a disgrace to the whole of the UK. It's An absolute disgrace. disgrace. I think it's a disgrace and, to and, ma- I think it's a disgrace to mankind, Sue. I think it's a big it cover is. up and I don't think we'll I don't think we'll ever know the truth. You you're right. I mean but, someone Do you know what do you know what gets me? is I would like to ask the people of Belfast City Council, how do they sleep at night? How can they carry all of those lies round with them every single day? How can they look at anybody? I tell you what, it's absolutely sickening. Because they have no conscience, you know. They have no conscience. But I I don't know if the truth, you know, it's funny. It's not not funny at all, but I compare it in 19... uh, I think it's was it, 63 when JFK was assassinated here. And we'll never, you know, something, there's people that probably still know, we'll never know the truth. Same with Lennox, we will never know the truth. So how do these people, you're right, how do they put their hand pillow at night and, and just not, and just go on with it, you know? And, and and I would think there would be more anger over there. I just, you know, I'm not living there, so that, you know, it's kind of not fair, fair for me to say, but I, I just don't understand why... You know, I'm sure there are a good amount of, you know, a lot of the Lennox people that are over there. I know they have had small protests, but, you know, even during the height of it, I, you know, I'm not there, so I'm not sure how, you know, how, you know, how, how, in, uh, how involved people got. But I, I would be demanding answers. That's for sure. That is for yep. sure. Do you know, has the, <laughs> Bar- has the Barnes family come out and made any statements recently, Sue? Do you know? Um, I will be honest. I have never, ever heard from them. Interesting. Well, I, I don't know if anyone... Ever since I've done that. the show, even though I did all those shows, never, I never heard from them. No, I'm not I'm, knocking but, them. They're, they're their no, own no, people. No. I mean, that's their choice. But I can honestly say, hands on heart, if anything ever happened to my dogs, I wouldn't care who said what or did what. I would be out there with the biggest mouth you could ever find, and I would make up such a fight that they wouldn't know what's hit them. 
I wonder if anyone knows if they've done any local interviews there, any newspaper interviews. I mean, July is going to be a year already, so it's eight months already. Yeah. So, so I'm curious if anyone yeah. knows that. If they could, P, if they could PM Sue or let us know if, if there's been any, any, um, any press, any press conferences with them or anything. I'd be, I'd be very curious, Sue. Yeah, yeah. I, the thing is, though, I just think that it's so got swept, it's swept under the carpet. I, you know what I mean? Yep. I, I just can't believe that it just so easy i don't know i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe you know they just wanted to think well you know we can't change anything our dog's gone you know we've got to move on do you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't want anyone to misunderstand what i'm saying because i certainly i certainly cannot put myself in their shoes so you know i don't want anyone to misunderstand me and i was just curious if there's been any kind of statements or news conferences or anything to that effect yeah yeah, exactly. Something's going to have to happen. I mean, and I'm just concerned that we, I, I mean, I did say to them today when I was talking to the family and about Shimmer that at the end of the day, it's worrying to think that I just don't want it to be another Lennox. And, you know, they're very adamant. I mean, they, you know, they said there is no way they're going to give up. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Let yeah. me just read there about, um, it's, if anybody's listening to the show afterwards, um, the actual page that you need to go for for this or group, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, group. It's called Bring Shimmer Home and BSL, and that's S-H-I-M-M-E-R. Uh, Shimmer was taken away from her family home in St. Helens, Liverpool, UK, on Friday the 8th of March 2013, seized by the Merseyside people in Liverpool. Convicted of no crime other than looking a certain way, her best friend, a little girl named Hope, and aged three years old, crying her eyes out watching her best friend being carted into a police van because a neighbour reported her. The family received a phone call on Monday 11th of March 2013 from Kennels to say Shimmer is neat, it's indeed a full pit bull and said smirkingly, we can put her to sleep free of charge if you like. At their words... Out bloody rages. Please help support the family and let's all stick together and fight this evil BSL bullshit law. Let's pray the owners, Jordan Painter and Elsie, get their baby home. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, you know, I've got to just say it's Alicia. Some, some, somebody else told me it was um, Lisa or something, and I just keep saying it wrong all the time. Um, and I just want everybody to please, please go and join them. We need to get this out there. And you know that the Ask Sue Show wants to do two sides of every story. I will be contacting Merseyside Police because I want to know what the score is. How can they just come in with a tape measure and measure a dog and say, thank you very much, that's a pit bill, not on your life? Nope, nope. We nope. are not going to do another Lennox situation, not on my life. Something has got to change. Something has got to be done. And I intend to make sure that in the next few days, I'm going to say in the next week anyway, we will be having a shimmer show. Definitely. Absolutely. That sounds quite nice, doesn't it? A shimmer show. I like that. Um, a shimmer show. And we will be bringing the family on. We're going to be bringing the three-year-old little girl on. We're going to be bringing people that live in the area um, who actually know Shimmer, who know this family, who know Jordan, who's actually known around there apparently as the dog warden because he's the one that will go and rescue dogs and will literally try and rehome them if, you know, he'll try and rehome them mm-hmm. or he'll offer them advice and all sorts. 
and he just loves staffies and all them sort of dogs. Uh, do you know what I mean? And it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. Just totally, totally, totally wrong. Well, I have to tell you, Sue, you've done well with your kids because Emma put a thing on my thing. She said, if you say, if you share Shimmer, I'll share Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to say, you got a pretty shrewd daughter there. She knows how to get to my heart. <laughs> that, but, but Shimmer is absolutely beautiful. Oh, a, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just going to share the picture onto the Ask Sue Network. Absolutely gorgeous. We need to, you know, just get this out there now. It's just ridiculous. It's gone on too long. Too many dogs have been lost through BSL laws, and we've had yeah. enough. And it's time for everybody literally to make a difference. Now, no. we've got to get together. That's one of the reasons I'm doing the events for Patrick and the Pitbulls, because it's a four-month event, and if people want to go rescue one, you want to go to this, like the captain says, you want to go to the shelter and walk one, you want to bring a toy for one, but we have to, people have to realize, like Jim Crosby says, they want to please their owners more than any other breed, and it just gets yep. us so boiling, you know, how, how discriminated uh, they are. You know, it's just um, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, someone asked me how I was spending my Saturday. Well, I'll be doing this show with you. And then I'm be going up yep. to my friend Lily's house, and she has three pit bulls. <laughs> oh, so, brilliant! So Beautiful. it looks like so it looks like green margaritas and three pit bulls for me on Patrick's rebirth birthday. So that'll be quite special. Yeah. yeah. Anyone on hold? Sir? Oh, bless. Sorry. Anyone on hold? No, it's all oh, quiet okay. on the western front. Okay. okay, then we can just even keep the, Even the chat's very quiet. I'm going to have to liven them up. So, are you all awake in the chat room? Yeah. Are you all not. okay? <laughs> Anything you want to add? Bless them. They're all thing. And I've got to say, I've got to do a bit of a, an announcement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been talking to Jim Crosby, and he's coming to the UK very, very soon. I have told people about this, but to let people know what he's doing. He's going to be here for approximately 10 days. He's going to be here at the end of March till about the 10th of April, I think it is. And he's doing a two-day seminar on Monday the 8th and Tuesday the 9th of April 2013, obviously this year. And he will be at Wood Green Animal Shelter. Now, I will put the links out. The draft is a draft of the schedule uh, for the seminar. And the first day will be how big is the problem of biting dogs. We'll be going into that and be looking at bites, evaluating the severity and purpose based on qualification. Quantifiable, drop my head's gone. <laughs> criteria, um, warning signals in bite situations. Do dogs really just snap? Do you know what I mean? Okay. And then day two, they'll be investigating fatal and serious dog attacks. So crime scenes, physical evidence, um, evaluation of the dog, interviews, um, dogs past. How does that fit in? Um, and, and loads of different things. And fingers crossed, touch wood and my own head, hopefully, Ask Sue will be there. Woo! Wow. So wow. I'm really How looking exciting. forward to that. Meeting Jim Cosby, what an absolute honor that will be and my privilege. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be good. It and will be good. Some, and you know so, something? And, and hopefully, you know some, you, sorry, and the other thing is we are seeing if anybody wants to do uh, wants me to do one in the Manchester, and um, we might be able to do that before the one at um, down south in the UK as well, at the Wood wow. Green Animal Shelter. So we might be able to do two days in Manchester as well, if there is enough people that want to come. 
Wow, so if anybody great. wants to come to the Manchester one, uh, give us an email, asksueshow at gmail.com, and maybe we can put that something together if we've got enough people. Well, and so I it's also, up to you guys. And I also think he'll be honored to meet you, Sue. I do. Oh, well, what can I say? You I know. told him to get the red carpet out and everything, and he said yeah, he would. Yeah, oh, so the red no, carpet, really joking. Uh, <laughs> I, was th- I, was thinking the, I was thinking the green carpet, but I guess we can get the red carpet oh, out for you. Actually, green and blue, yeah, definitely. Yes, green and definitely. blue carpet, yes, absolutely. Plush, very plush. Only the best. Yep. <laughs> now that that will definitely be exciting. Jim Crosby is a um, is, is quite a knowledgeable, amazing man, and uh, he you, is definitely definitely. Like an, I was talking to him for an hour on the phone today, bless him, and he, he's just so helpful. You know, nothing's too much trouble, and anybody struggling, he's just absolutely great. Really does know his stuff. And I'm just going to say, Kristen's in the chat room tonight, and she's just put in there that she will be meeting Jim in April. Wow. That's wonderful. Uh, and I know that Kristen will be ringing in very shortly with some updates as well. Oh, great. That's great. Yep. It's wonderful. So that'll be cool. Yes. Um, so, so anything else, Howard? Have we got any more updates today? Um, no, I haven't heard. You know, I, I haven't heard about John. I called like, PM Sophie if she can call in with any updates on John, but I'm sure he's doing well. And um, yes. other than that, yeah, and, you know, the one the one you just talked about. No, I think, um, I think we just got to be um, – you know, as, as you say, we got to get the show. We got to get the show more out there. And guys, um, also with Patrick's rebirth birthday, if anyone anyone would like to make a donation to the Sue Show, she has a PayPal account, and it's greatly appreciated. Uh, we got to keep this show going and growing, and uh, we all enjoy it. But um, so, if anyone can help Sue out, you know, it's all out of her pocket, and she's got a family, and uh, you know, it's not easy these days. So even if you can give a couple of bucks, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, don't. You know, no donation is too small by any means. You know, it adds up. So uh, if anyone would like to Absolutely. do that in honor of Patrick or Jim or Kristen, whatever you got to do, you know, if you want to make it in, in honor of your friend, go ahead, your mother, your father, who cares? But, you know, whatever you can do, it's it's greatly appreciated. And that's coming from me, not from Sue. <laughs> and we have, let me just tell people, we have, of course, got the charity auction as well. Uh-huh. So, you know, everybody, we need to, you to please get on to there as well. Uh, we're having the charity auction, and I'm just fighting to find the link at the moment. Um, I'm not doing very well today, honestly, if anything else goes wrong. Um, so what we're doing is, but let me just say, this it's called the Ask Sue Charity Auction. But let me just tell everybody, this is not just for Ask Sue. This is for any charities that wish to put a link that of maybe they want something that is... Um, They'd like to auction off. It doesn't matter if it's a book, a DVD, um, whatever it may be. You know, you can post it in there anytime, and we're literally going to be doing this for a couple of weeks, um, and we'll see how it goes. And if it does, obviously, really kick off and it's away, then of course we'll be um, continuing this on. So it's up to you guys if you want to uh, do anything. It doesn't matter if it's for another charity or it's for the Ask Sue show. Either way, um, anything you've got to donate. So people. If you haven't got any money, but you've got a couple of things you'd like to donate, that's the way you can um, do it. Sue, can I autograph some green pom-poms and auction them off? Uh, certainly. That goes without saying. And plus a photo of this with you with pom-poms, too. Now you're going to see that on Saturday. I already posted, oh, yeah. a, I already posted a picture of some green pom-poms. Yes, I'm going to go get some towards the end of the week, and I will be holding them in honor of Patrick. Yes, I have to have my pom-poms. So. Uh, do you <laughs> know what? I'm amazed. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> Naughtiness, naughty. 
Nautius Maximus in the chat room has just said, don't forget your pom-poms, Howard, last night. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> maybe, maybe the, um, I, but, but I might have to have the margarita in one hand and the pom-pom in the other hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Right, I've got a funny feeling I know this number, so let me just have a look. Erico314, hello. Hi, hello, Miss Sue. Hello, Howard. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, you know, we're just... Kristen uh, Hoffman. Yes, we, of course we know our superstar. <laughs> it wouldn't be Tuesday you know without Kristen. It's so funny. I'm going to have um, Paul Kristen English in no time. I said to her the other day, I said, uh, oh, so what do you know then? And she went, what do I know? <laughs> and I said, it's just one of our English names. We always say, oh, so what do you know? <laughs> She's gonna. They're gonna be looking so seriously at her. I'm telling you, over in America. So anybody that's friends with Kristen, think that she's acting a bit strange. It's okay. We're having like four-hour phone calls. We'll have a change to a, an English person in no time. That's it. That's it. She's got. She's got to get that English accent ready. So Kristen, I've been. I've been Kristen, I've been sworn not to talk about the P word anymore today. So I, I guess I can't mention it. No, because she can't. Oh, you said it, you see? <laughs> you said it. Does I have to donate? <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. No, we gave, actually, Sue, Sue got a little award today. I gave her the Go Green and Blue Hall of Fame award. But, you know, Kristen, I was saying at the beginning of the show, um, and, and someone made an amazing comment, during the during the tragedy in Connecticut, we had someone on that, that lived in the area there, and Sue allowed them to come on. And, you know, she just said how much she appreciated Sue and, you know, that's the amazing thing about the show. If there's a cause, whether it's an animal or humans or whatever, Sue's there to help. And, you know, we just want to show her the love back. And I know you certainly have. She thinks the world of you. Oh, we all love Sue. And, uh, oh. you know. I'm getting all red and flustered. That's, all, that's, a, that's okay. You deserve it. We're having positive rants today, you know. Just, yes. Just, but, uh, but as you know, Kristen, Saturday's Patrick's big birthday party, and I'm Sure, I hope we're going to see some new pictures. I'm sure we will. But uh, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, well, I love him. You know, he like I said to Sue, <laughs> he uh, he literally changed my life. I you know I wouldn't be involved in this. So I guess whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes, Kristen. Yep, that's true. So how's it going with you? Any new information on anything? Good, for us? I do have a little bit going on. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if everyone knows yet, but Cindy submitted her bill. Um, in Texas, for man, you know, to require mandated training for police officers, mm-hmm. um, and it did get sponsored by Wendy Davis. Gosh, I hope I just sorry. Um, and so, pretty much, what we need to happen now is we need people to call their legislators, call your senators, call your um, representatives, and you know, get your friends together. You only, we only need, it only takes six people to sway a legislator's vote. If six people call them saying, we want you to vote this way, that's all it takes. That's great. Um, You know, yeah, so, I mean, if you can get six people together, that is what we're looking to, you know, looking for now. Um, So, Texas people, go to Remembering Lily, A Reason for Change on Facebook. If you go to the events, it has all the information in there on um, the bills, the links, how to find your um, legislators, all of that. And then, of course, the same thing in Colorado. 
Um, they're also submitting a bill to require mandated training. Colorado people do the same thing, call the legislators. You don't have to go into a whole long ordeal about why and all the technicalities. Just tell them what you want. Say, just say, vote yes. <laughs> you know, it, it can be short, sweet, simple. Um, you know, just be active, make the phone call. That's all it takes. You know, I was so, too, I was talk, I was talking to Kristen last week, and we were talking about Los Angeles, and she was telling me how many officer shootings there are with, and I, I was amazed because you never hear about it in the news. You never hear about it. You never hear about never. it in the news here. So, I mean, I mean, of course we did and have the. Goes, yeah, but that goes to the same thing as we said. I have to rant about every single week. Our government only lets you put uh, them put on the TV what they want to put on the TV, and they don't want you to be know that the police are shooting our dogs because they know people would go off on one. Yeah. yeah. And actually, that. you can just look, pull up the Los Angeles Police Department um, weapons discharge report, their mm-hmm. annual discharge report of yes. their firearms, mm-hmm. and it lists how many dogs were shot, how many deer, whatever it was, um, and dogs were the number one target of lethal force in that police department. Yeah. But I do want to bring out, Sue, that those three officers who, who rescued Philly, they were just wonderful. So I, so I do want to bring that out because I do live in L.A. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, there, there is good police. Of course but there are. But this is when, when I need to say that these good police need to be able to stand up to the ones that are let's just say, haven't got CS, as I call it, common sense, Mm -hmm. and they need to stand up and say, you know, that's not acceptable. We don't want that, and we want training so these people can have help. That's really easy for us to say. That's really easy for us to say. But, you know, when you you have to put your life in that person's hands, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Your life is in that person's hands every day. You know, it makes it a lot harder to stand up to them because, you know, you're putting that at risk. Yeah, but yes, yeah. There, are, there are a lot of good officers. When you see an officer like Doc Rick, a macho guy, feeding Herbie, oh, gosh, Hanks, yeah. feeding him, feeding him meatballs out of his hand and just kissing yeah. him and loving him, <laughs> you, know, that, uh, you know that Herbie was quite. But 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 you oh, know yeah. it does. You know, it's not about bashing the police. It's not. No, of course you know, it's not. It's absolutely not. We're asking you know, for training. Because you know something, Chris, yeah. they. You know, because they come home, they have families too, and it's just a very, it's a very, you know, it's a very tough job. And like you said, and it's other than, you know, not only shooting the uh, animals, it's just it's total budget cuts and lack of training in in many many mm-hmm. areas. You know, they just it's just it's just terrible. You know, they keep cutting yeah. the budgets, and uh, so it, it it all comes down to the word training. You know, something in any job, if if you know if it's customer service or whatever, if someone doesn't have the proper training. They're not going to. They're not going to be able to help the customer in the right way. So if, a, exactly. if an officer is going out, you know, and with a shooting, he's not going to be. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to be able to handle the situation the right way. So it's just knowledge, training, and some compassion. That, that's really what it is. But can I? I just gonna have a little tiny little rant for Kristen mm-hmm. here because Kristen's so polite, bless her. I just want to say to people, right. Everybody's been going on about these dogs that have been shot by police. Now, Kristen actually knows all about this because it happened to her, but Kristen is actually doing something about it. I need all of the people that have had their dogs shot by police, literally, to please, please just do six phone calls each. And even the people that haven't, right? All those people think that 
It'll never happen to me. I'm sure if we were talking to Kristen a year ago and we said to her, do you think it'll ever happen to her? She would have said no to us as well. It mm-hmm. could happen to any one of you. So right. all we're asking is for everybody, it doesn't matter what area you're in, just six phone calls. We will tell you what to say. We will tell you what numbers to call. Whatever information you need, we'll supply it. We just need you to do the calls. If you want us to move mountains, you have got to help us a little bit by pushing this tram because we cannot do everything. And and Kristen is putting hours and hours in. I mean, she'll give you the information. All she needs is for you to actually call just six phone numbers. Please, anybody, tell me that that is going to be too much trouble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just six phone calls. It doesn't matter where you are in, wherever you are, whatever state you're in, please just get in touch. Even if, you, if you've got problems and you just want to email me to ask which state, that's fine, okay? AskSueShow at gmail.com. I will ask Kristen what numbers you need to call and everything, and I will forward them straight back to you. Six phone numbers, that's all. Now, do they have to, have to actually be in that area, Kristen? Yes, they need to be residents. Okay, well, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, so I'm sorry, people in the UK. Sorry, so the people in the UK, this is when it's not actually applying to you, but the people that are in the US, we do need each a different person from every state. Is every state, Kristen? Right now, um, it's just Colorado and Texas. Okay. Right, so... We need to find people. So if everybody could please stalk Colorado and Texas people <laughs> and tell them, please email me so that we can forward the numbers and the emails or anything else that we need to give you. Uh, but six phone calls is all they have to do. So if you're from there, please get in touch with me, asksueshow at gmail.com. Now, let me just go to the phone lines before I lose a person on there. Hold on one minute. Uh, area code 717. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. It's Donna. Hi, Howard. Hi, Hi Donna. How are you doing? Did how I miss you? another <laughs> angel. I Did I miss you? Wings. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're calling Donna an angel? <laughs> I think a star, bless her. I don't think you've known We had a really good show the other night, didn't we? I love her beauty, but I, I don't think you know her long enough calling her an angel. Right? I don't know about that. Oh, it's like letting oh, the fox in the hen house, Sue. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, Sue, Donna was one of my first friends on Facebook, and we go way, way, way back. She's wow. um, always been supportive. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of rants together and a lot of good talks. I love her dearly. She's a good friend. You know, we don't talk often, but when we do, we you know, it's like we you know talk like yesterday. But she's truly a uh, Truly an, an amazing advocate for the animals. Truly Thanks, amazing. Howard. You're, You're welcome. <laughs> it's like calling the kettle white or black in this case because you are our amazing advocate. Well, we try. Um, yes, yeah, we well, try. if it hadn't been for the Go Green campaign, I would have never, you know, PM'd you. Yeah, that's Don't true. you remember I didn't know what a PM was? I know. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that's true. She didn't, yeah, can you imagine that? She didn't know what a PM is. What is that? Like, morning and evening, that's a PM. And it's his personal message. <laughs> Yes, oh, she said, God. She said if you were calling me in the evening, I said, no, that's I've a got... personal message. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Donna? The funniest thing is we've got Judith Meinberg, and I don't think she's listening tonight, but honest to goodness, I, I was crying the one day because Judith said to me, Sue, what is this LOL? <laughs> so I ended up 
telling them LOL and PMSL and oh my life and I was crying and she went the one day she put LOL she went see that Sue's got me going now <laughs> have you ever seen um, the sitcom Modern Family oh yeah yeah do you remember no? the very first show the goofy husband who basically says oh you know I'm so hip with the kids I know all the LOL mm-hmm. laughing out loud and then he says mm-hmm. WTF and of course, the audiences watch, and they and he says, "Yeah, that stands for why the face." Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. no, it doesn't. Er, um, Donna, Eric's actually Eric's actually a customer of mine. Oh, really? Yeah, I he know was him. hilarious in yeah, that. Seriously, I know him for years. You got to tell him that uh, our East Coast people—that is a very memorable moment because he plays yeah. such a good role. So Donna, that whole show is great. Since we're talking about Patrick. Yes. <laughs> will you tell? Will you? Because you don't talk about it, I know. But I, in, in you know, because this is his week. Can you tell the story about the balloons? I can. Um, okay. But before I do, um, is this Lisa over here on the other? Uh, Who? No, Kristen. Kristen, Kristen. I'm sorry. I've got everybody mixed up. Give me. I'm not Hi. good at this, though. Hi, honey. I just want to. I was listening for a while, um, and I, I just wanted to tell you that when you're looking for residents. Um, and you may know this already, so forgive me, but whenever I'm trying to get the attention of, say, L.A. or Colorado, I go to the Patrick Movement 4. Have you been to their pages yet, like the Patrick Movement for Colorado? Yeah, Hmm? each state has Uh one, Kristen. Yeah. And so when when you really want to appeal to a particular group or a particular state or when I'm advocating for a dog, and I know the dog, say, is in Ohio, if you go into that, see, for someone who doesn't know what PM means, I'm, I'm getting pretty good at this. Um, going up into that little um, area up there where you where you look up stuff and people's names, type in things like Colorado dogs or whatever it is, and you're going to see how many of these places come up. They're either you know saving Colorado dogs or Colorado dogs for cats. I don't know what it is. Anything that has to do with the state you're looking for, put the information on there you're likely to get if one person on that page responds then you're good to go absolutely and there's a Patrick yeah, page for everyone Patrick movement in each I've never actually I've never even advocated through any of Patrick's groups yeah each state each state has like Patrick movement Tennessee Patrick yeah each state right. I can help you with that Kristen Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm actually looking on Facebook, and you learn something every day. I didn't even know anything about these groups at all. I don't believe it, Miss Sue. Miss has her PhD Seriously, in Facebook. nobody has ever told me about the Patrick um, movements. Okay, oh, really? so from now on, it's PM is standing for poor memory because we know we told her, right, Howard? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, absolutely. Patrick movement, PM. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This goes back to the same thing I say again. We always just think that people know. Right. You're, right. That's correct. That's correct. Do you know what I mean? That's people correct. automatically think that people will know about the show. No, they don't. Right. That's correct. So, Donna, so Donna yes, will, you tell you, will you tell your balloon story? Cause what I do you want to know about the balloons, Howard? Well, well just, just tell everyone about the balloons you sold St. Patrick in the oh. early days. and Pretty cool. Well, now that I've kept it secret for so long, Howard. <laughs> I know. I blew it. Kind of yeah, you blew it all right. Where do I get you? You can the get pictures, me <laughs> The pictures that you see. Um, Let me see if I can find it. With Patrick, and somebody's holding him from GSVS, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge bunch of balloons that I sent 
And was it the first year, Howard? That was the. It was within. No, it was like in the first couple of months. Well, you know, it was a big celebration, and I had spoken to one of the girls over there, and I. And what you won't see is I ordered a cake for them as well, and evidently there was a picture taken that never got posted, so I never even saw the cake. But it was very frustrating for me because. The balloons were fine. I had no trouble getting them from point A to point B for celebration. But I had a problem with getting somebody to deliver a cake. That was that was like asking for the world. And, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on her name, and it'll hit me sooner or later. But really, really nice young woman agreed to go over and pick it up. I, You know, I asked where the local bakeries were. They must have thought I was crazy. Whatever I wrote on the cake or something, happy rebirthday, Patrick. They must have thought I was half-baked. But I'm hoping after all these years that this uh, sheet cake actually got there. Now, Patrick but, probably ate it. He probably um, ate well, I'll tell you what, the picture of Patrick with the balloons, and I was talking to the one person, I said they probably terrified the poor dog. Yeah, he did but, look like he was a little overwhelmed. I'm yeah, she, <laughs> she I, said I, he I, was I, fine. Yeah, I'm trying to find the traumatized the dog. But I have it if you need it. Where do you want me to put it? Put it in the Sioux group so people can see it. Oh, the Sioux the group. Sioux group. Okay. Yeah, that was Which Sioux cool. group? There's a million Sioux groups on my Facebook. Yeah, there's... <laughs> oh, Sioux, there's Sioux there's something for every occasion. Oh, Up my Sioux word. show group. I'll probably put it in the wrong group or something. I don't know. Let's see if I I'll tell it. you what. You post it. I'll find it. Okay. <laughs> Hide and seek. Find the, find the Sioux picture. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Ask Sue. Let's start there. We have the closed yeah, group. We have the readings. We have let's no, the closed group. Do the closed group. The closed closed group. Oh, do you know I love Donna. She's so good at advertising for me. There we it. go. Ask, How ask many Sue ways can you great. say the Sue group? I have the Ask Sue show giving a voice to the voiceless. I'll put yeah, it there. Is that anywhere. Okay? I'll find it. I'll, okay. I'll don't worry. I'll stalk you. It's fine. You know what I'll do? I'll put it in the Patrick movement for a state, and you can look for all of the states and decide where I put the picture. Oh, great, Donna. <laughs> Hey, do you know what? That would be a good competition. I think we should do that. We should have, like, um, we should put a balloon picture somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And people have to find it or whatever. Find Waldo. That's really cool. I, yeah. I, I, I might do that, actually, on Saturday with a Patrick thing. And what I'll do is I'll put, put little pictures up, oh, and there'll Lord. be a little, tiny, little, incy-wincy picture of Patrick somewhere on a picture. Oh, that's that would great. be great. That would be I quite cool. I love that it. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, but he was he was oh, just yeah. looking he was just looking at those balloons like what crazy lady sent me these. How did you know it was a crazy lady? <laughs> you sex with I you. That. You could be a crazy <laughs> man. Who <laughs> lives in Los Angeles? <laughs> but, but I have to tell Dude, you, this is a bad combination. But I have to tell you, Donna, yeah. I knew I blew your cover. But that is probably one of the most popular pe- Patrick pictures. It I, really is. Yeah, well, that's yeah. It was, it's, I'm a big balloon girl. Here it is. Yay! And I really like festive. Yeah. And here is yeah. the photo. Come on, do it. Post. See? I can post a picture. I can't PM anybody. There we go. Can't PM anyone. There it is. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. if you have questions oh, I about, I, I, I think that Kristen is very computer literate. She's got her. She's very ace in the computer world. Oh yeah, Lucky. she's got. A, she's got a website to save later. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh yeah, don't let me forget to. <laughs> I've just got to tell you, right, now, to be fair, Kristen did say her words were, don't worry if you break it, we can fix it. <laughs> she really doesn't realize how bad I am. 
Do you know what? You can ask me anything. Ask Sue for anything. But just don't go as far as websites because it won't be Ask Sue. It then changes to Ask Kristen. <laughs> okay. We will remember that, Kristen. I'll tell you what. Oh, I am the worst. I mean, she'll say to me, I'll say to her, do you know, I really need to have this on a website or I need to put this on the page. How do we do this and whatever, right? And do you know what? While I'm explaining to her what I actually need, she's already put on, she'll say, just have a look at your page. And there it is. Oh, that's cool. And it's cool. like magic. Hey, you know what I mean? Me? Yeah. I, I literally, I literally swapped one link for another, literally deleted one and placed another one in it, and I've managed to delete the whole of my website off except for oh. the logo and the oh. banner. <laughs> oh, my. I don't ask me. I really, honestly, all I did was swap one link and put something else in its place. That's it. And You'll say, oh, sure. You can't break anything. Hey, listen, Sue, I feel a new... <laughs> Do I feel a new page coming up? Go green and blue and ask Kristen. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, my. <laughs> you, were you going to tell everyone about the Miami bike convention? Dog bike convention? Yes, of course you can. Oh, can we just hold the, that thought? Oh, don't worry, I'm not, not going to stop there. You'll come straight back. I just want to go to the phone lines because we've got somebody on, and I think it might be somebody who will be helping, able to help you with that as well. Area code 303. That's a call. Hello. 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 I can hear you just about, Jess. Another angel to the show. This is my good attorney friend, Jennifer Edwards, who, bless her, has me stalking her, talking about (laughs) American laws. How are you, Jennifer? Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Hi there. Now, we've, we've got Kristen on the line, and Kristen was just about to tell us about something. So, sorry, let me just ta- get, because I know what it's like. Oh, Jennifer, talk can go ahead we'll first. Forget. Let Jennifer go ahead first. Okay, oh, Jennifer? I'm just, I'm just, you know, listen, I just hope you guys can hear me okay. I'm in the car. I just want to check and do a little sound check and make sure you can hear me. Yes. Yes, we can hear you just about. Okay, good. Go ahead, Kristen. Go ahead. It sounds like you have a big announcement. I can't hear that. Yeah. Yes, go on, Kristen. Oh, no, I was just going to tell, to tell everyone about the convention. It's a um, dog bike convention in Miami, Florida. It is on April 26th, and Jim Crosby will be there. And actually, the day before, he's going to give a talk on the forensic work that he does. If people want to get there a day early for that. And... Some of the owners of Dog Shop by Police down in the Florida area will probably be coming as well. So we're just going to have a little party for anyone that's interested in joining us. It's a good time. You can find it online. It's the National Dog Bike Convention. So if anybody has gotten an Ask Kristen question over anything about the Dog Shop by Police or how to get your website back, meet her there. She's very, very, very recommended and, um, you know, very, very interesting. And so any questions you've got or maybe you're a person that's had your Dog Shop by Police and you'd like to talk to Kristen, she's just announcing she's going to be there, so you need to be there. (laughs) Kristen, since this is the first time I'm talking with you, I just wanted to express my condolences about the loss of your pet. I'm really sorry to hear that. Oh, thanks, Trini. I'm really sorry to hear that. That just makes me crazy, and it's not even my dog. So I will leave it at that for the time being. Exactly. Well, do you know what, Donna? Um, our lovely friend Jennifer is also oh. um, is uh, our, uh, 
I'm going to say my attorney because she's, she's a star blesser. And she actually deals with people that have had their dog shot by police. And we were saying, Jennifer, earlier that, you know, this is getting a, a bit too regular, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if it's increased in regularity or just increased in um, notice, in notice, and people are taking more notice of it. And we have a lot more avenues now to really make everyone aware of what's going on. I mean, I've been handling these cases for years, and I thought it was far too great a problem for many years now. But thankfully, now we've got the public eye on it. And I, I think that there are going to be some changes that come around. Um, we've seen some real turning points in this. We've seen officers getting charged with shooting animals recently and here in Colorado. And um, I, I really do. I think we're at a turning point to hold them culpable and, and make them culpable for their actions. These are not, you know, the chair in your living room. These are members of our family that Absolutely. they're stealing from us. They're taking them from us. Absolutely. And frankly... There are remedies available in the law, and I know there's a lot of attorneys that people go to, and they say, well, I'm not taking this case because your dog's worth 100 bucks." Well, no, they're not, and there are some great court rulings that say just the opposite of that. I would, I would strongly advise that an attorney that doesn't have experience in handling these cases or in civil rights cases uh, either seek the assistance of other counsel or not take these cases on they are very, very complex. However, mm. I would love to see lots of other, uh, you know, attorneys out there starting to take these on. I just beg them to do it the right way because we don't need bad legal precedent out yeah. there. Absolutely. Je- Jennifer, mm-hmm. I had a question for you. Uh-huh. Since Sue's, you know, Sue's philosophy is two sides of every story, and I don't want people to get upset, has there ever been a shooting that has been justified, ever? You know, I don't know. I can't... Well, I have not handled any, so I can't mm-hmm. say that there hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are so many non-lethal use-of-force options available. And let's put it this way. Animal control officers handle these sort of situations on a daily basis and Absolutely. don't carry any lethal force on them. And I'd actually pose the question to them. Mm-hmm. How many times have you, have you, you know, come nearly losing your life or had a serious injury or, you know, that you weren't able to handle it effectively mm-hmm. yeah. using non-lethal force. And I think that the answer would be, you know, I know how to do my job, exactly. and therefore I don't need it. So, exactly. Um, I don't think that there are any justified shootings. I mean, okay. perhaps if an animal is rabid or something like that, and, you know, or it's in, in misery, it's been mm-hmm. hit by a car, and maybe it's really, really suffering, there's internal organs out, you know, whatever, not to be too yeah. graphic. Yeah. But it's a very obvious case of choosing between suffering and ending that suffering or if an animal truly is, like, rabid or there's a health mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's the only instance I can think of. Yeah, so, we're, you know, like I said before, it really comes down to the T word. It's training. It's just training, training, training. Can I address oh. that for a moment? Mm-hmm. Um, Howard knows that I'm a shooter, Okay. And um, we we train with many different people. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but we work with police officers on the range. And I'm part of a team, although I'm lower in the echelon, of a group of men who for many, many years um, do wonderful, amazing tactical shooting with concealed carry. So in the state of Pennsylvania, we can carry. Um, 
We have worked with many people, police officers included, and oftentimes when we place individuals in munitions under stress, everybody knows the rules and everybody is trained well. The question is judgment and impulsivity, and sometimes there's a little narcissism involved, and I'm wondering if it has more to do with impulse control or um, personality comp- you know, components along with, because I think basically everyone knows your four basic rules of gun handling. And if a dog is barking at you and you're safe, I mean, if a person came into my house, for example, and, you know, I gave him that you need to leave type deal and he didn't leave or I felt that my life was threatened, that's one thing. But if there's someone on my front lawn that's coming at me, if he is not, you know, I can evade or he's going to go, nobody's going to pull a trigger. So I'm thinking in the case of an animal, I think there are many, many ways to handle being evasive rather than pulling a trigger. I mean, there's some impulse control involved in that, don't you think? Well, uh, or meat-headedness. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that that's absolutely true. And some of it, you know, I used to think was, some of it was fear-based. They don't know how better to handle it other than to pull the trigger. And I think the police officer mentality is protect oneself. When put into a situation, make sure that you are protected, your fellow officers are protected, although they will shoot at their fellow officers when shooting a dog. So that kind of flew out the window in some cases. But in general, I think that's the uh, I think that's the theory, is kind of shoot first, ask questions later. Now, if that were a human being, they'd better think twice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the other thing, too. You know, dogs or animals, um, let's say they wound an animal and they don't kill it. Um, that dog can't tell you what happened or who was right, and the dog can't defend him, him or herself against, you know, a firearm. There's nothing. Right. No, and I think it also speaks to the culture of some departments. You know, Commerce City did receive training. They received the same training that Brighton, Colorado received. They laughed during the course of that training, and they thought it was very humorous. And um, they would rather shoot the dog than receive that training. And then it, you know, manifested itself into the shooting of Chloe. So there are some cultural deficiencies in some of these departments that need to be addressed. And I don't know if there's any training or if there's just a revamping of those departments and flushing them out and getting out the bad seeds that is more the answer. Okay, and so I need to kind of operationally define the word training here. Training meaning knowing how to handle a firearm and knowing that when you're pointing a gun in the direction of an object or an animal or a person that you intend to shoot, that it's identified and you're going to do it, or training in a sense of um, when to handle animals. Is this a specific training for animals? Well, I think it would be in, in dealing with, like, the bill that's being created in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is specifically for handling animals, but I think the first aspect of what you're discussing also is necessary because these officers are not assessing their backdrops. They're mm-hmm. just shooting, right. like, a wild bill and nearly missing other officers. I mean, we've got, I just read a case last night where there, the bullets were found in a neighboring apartment building. Oh, you know, it's it's really frightening <laughs> that they're doing this, and they're putting human life at risk. So I think it, it, it should cover in both areas. I think there needs to be some more advanced firearm training within these departments and, and ensuring that there's public safety. I mean, they are here to serve and protect after all. Well, you know, again, you know, we're talking about training, and they're supposed to be trained. 
And everyone who handles a firearm, when they're going through the very first basic um, statements about when you're handling a gun, the one that's most important, too, is you're responsible for trajectory and terminus. That means if you have a person who is running across or he's coming at you and you decide to pull a trigger and there's an innocent woman or child or someone walking behind them and it hits that person and the one behind, you know, you didn't look. And in that moment, in that heated, excited, crazy, frantic moment, you have to think. And that's what I meant by impulse control. You don't point a gun yes. at anything that you don't intend to annihilate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay? Trajectory and terminus. Every gun is loaded. You keep your finger off the trigger until you intend that you're going to use it. That's insanity. If you well, happen to no. Caroline Trippett, you could kill somebody. Donna, do you remember the mm-hmm. Rodney King beating in L.A.? Oh, that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. That makes me sick. Yep, uh-huh. That oh. makes me but, so sick. I can't yeah. watch that anymore. I know, I know. One but thing I that like... I think that most people don't know, though, is when officers go through training of um, with their firearms, you're, they're usually shooting at a still target, a piece of mm-hmm. paper. Yeah. Um, you know, police officers don't get often do not get training at moving targets, and mm. that you know definitely is going to play into that. You know. Yeah. That's what I was trying to address earlier, because in simunitions, when we did a national tactical event every year, and this went on for 20 years, I was not part of it for 20 years, the officers that we had in our, quote, village, okay, were given a retrofitted revolver with a paint, little paint thing in it. It's like a, not a paintball, but it's a paint round. And you would be surprised how many individuals, I don't want to pick on police officers, but there were some in there, who took shots at us. Of course, we're very well padded, uh, but took shots at us when we were not threatening them. Okay, so a little bit of impulse control, and, you know, it's, you know, you're, you're revved up, it's the moment, but you're talking about a life, whether it's a dog or a human, you know, we're, we're pretty, pretty particular about it. Um, I know a lot of police officers, and they range from very much in control and very good at what they do, and some are not. There's good and bad in every group. But, Donna, let me ask you something, and I'm I'm naive to all this, but doesn't common sense come into this too somewhere? I think common sense sometimes goes out the flipping window when Mm -hmm. your adrenaline's pumping. Gotcha, gotcha. That's kind of what I think. And Howard knows what I do for a living, so I see these people. Uh, I had a woman in who was um, charged with a felony, because she went in and wanted to frighten her husband and claimed to have shot the gun in the air a few times to startle him. What is that all about? <laughs> Need I say more? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what I, What absolutely blew my mind, and, and I'm not saying any of the other ones didn't, as far as the dog's being shot by police, mm-hmm. but the main one, I'm sure, Jennifer, you might, I don't know if you cover this one, but it was where they were shooting the two dogs that were fighting outside a school. And what got me, it was bad enough that they were shooting the dogs outside the school, but there was two dogs fighting. I mean, two dogs aren't going to kill each other fighting at the end of the day, so why did they have to shoot them? The dogs weren't bothering anybody. They were fighting amongst each other. But then if that wasn't bad enough, the one police officer went to his car and went and got a shotgun out. A shotgun out of a school. I'm not being funny. Training, common sense, uniform. It speaks to to a lack of training in dog behavior, and that's the second aspect of this. Two dogs 
generally, generally speaking, two dogs are not going to kill each other. You know, you have to look in, into the kind of wolf behavior. Generally, those, those fights that you see look far, far worse than they really are. They yep. may end up with yep. a few cuts on their ears. Usually it's facial abrasions. You know, they might have a few chest wounds, a few punctures here and there. Hmm. But generally speaking, you're not talking about a death match. You're talking about I am dominant over you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at some point, one or the other asserts their dom- dominance and they move on with their lives. Absolutely. It transcend to the breakup of the fight and then they look for the next uh, fight to begin and, and go for human throat. And that's hmm. the kind of attitude in reading yeah. that police report that there was at that quote, pit bull, then turned and looked like it had a red glare in its eyes. You know, it's the typical two Jennifer? Jennifer? Yes. What is the ratio between shootings with animal control officers as opposed to police officers? The numbers Good must question. be like... <clears throat> oh, well, animal control officers don't shoot dogs. Never. Okay. Then you just answer no. my... That's yeah, they what don't carry guns. They don't, they're not even allowed by law to carry lethal use of force, so... It doesn't happen, although we've seen cases where animal control officers are on the scene and a shooting does occur. Yeah. You know, Chloe, the animal control officer, had her in a snare hole. So, so I don't know if that counts. And if you read her report, if you read her report that thereafter, I think she should be charged with felony conspiracy in the report that well, she wrote. Yeah, so not, you know, I'm yeah. not real knowledgeable on this. I'm learning from you and Kristen, but it seems to me like the states across the country need to, and I, I may be way off base here, I'm just trying to learn, but seems to bills pass where, you know, we need more animal control officers. That's what it seems like a lot of the issues are here. Well, you know, I've had a lot of success in Brighton, I'm, I'm saying, because that's a great point to to actually show that we had a case, a dog was shot there, we uh-huh. filed in federal court, and as part of the settlement, mm-hmm. they had to do more police behavioral and non-lethal lethal use of force training. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to this because last summer there was a dog who was showing some behavior and had gotten out, and he was not very easy to catch. I can I can assure you of that. And instead of these officers shooting the dog, there were six snare poles because as part of this lawsuit, as part of the settlement, they have to carry snare poles in their vehicles now. Mm-hmm. And these six officers had snare poles out, and they captured Dre. They got him to animal control to the officers. They, he was taken into animal control, and now he's back with his family. But the problem is, yes, there may be a need for increased animal control, but you're talking about in rural areas, they don't mm-hmm. have animal control. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, they are contracted out uh-huh. in different areas from different humane societies. They contracted to the police department, mm-hmm. um, and they are usually nine-to-fivers. There's not a nighttime animal control, so what happens when a dog's exactly. alarmed at midnight? Yeah, what state? Exactly. What state has the lowest percentage of shootings? Do you know where where they're the most trained and? Cause <clears throat> I don't know the answer to that. Kristen, do you know? Kristen, do you I know? I can tell you that. Um, actually, it's kind of weird. It's all of the states in the first circuit court jurisdiction. We don't have any recorded shootings in those states, and I'm not sure. I mean, so far that's the only commonality that I can find between them is that they're all in the First Circuit Court jurisdiction. It's Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. Mm. Um, mm. There's got to be another, you know, common factor. I don't, I don't see how being in the First Circuit Court jurisdiction alone could be, you know, an yeah. influential variable. But you know, we're still looking into it because there has to be something 
there has to be something. Yeah, there has to be something there. I mean, that's you know, that's very but what interesting. What is it? You know. Yeah. Well, what don't is forget, it? there's a lot of unreported cases. You're just finding the ones that are reported within the court system. I assume. Right. So yeah. there are a lot of cases, and I've handled a lot of cases that never make it to court. Or sure. even worse, the owner feels helpless, hopeless, thinks, well, it's the police, I can't go up against them, and doesn't even ever report it to anyone. So how mm-hmm. many times is this happening without anybody knowing? Well, there are a lot of areas where they don't even have to file uh, a discharge weapons report if they only shoot an animal. And, mm-hmm. you know, so these numbers can be astronomical beyond what we're finding. Mm-hmm. I know a person in a rural setting, um, but more toward the Midwest, who gave me a call one night and expressed her concern uh, when she found uh, some aberrant behavior of a police officer with a dog and feared because she owned dogs and was fearful that uh, there would be some kind of retribution. It, you know, in the middle of nowhere, Midwest, and as you say, a lot of them do go unreported. So, But she was well aware and... It was um, it was a very disturbing situation for her because she knew that she felt very protective of the animal that was harmed. On the other hand, she feared for her own. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Did anyone remember, and I don't remember where it was, but somebody had come up and shot a lab, a Labrador retriever, mm. claiming that it was There's vicious? A whole bunch of those. Yeah. yeah I, mean, the la- I mean, who would shoot a lab, for God's sakes, you know? Sue, so is there anyone on hold? pound dog. Who shoots? Little tiny dogs. They should, That's ridiculous. It doesn't matter what they what they are. And you, oh, we have five pound dogs, seven pound mm-hmm. dogs, seventeen pound dogs. Tons of them. I mean, it's just if you're, as far as I'm concerned, if you're that scared of a five pound dog, you have no business being a police officer. <laughs> they should send them for a psych eval. <laughs> I mean, they should send them for a psych eval. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, that, on you know, yeah. there isn't no hard. Okay. Okay. Thing? I'm sorry. It's okay. The other thing I want to say is, and this is where I've got the ace card in my hand, and I say, and I, and I, I want to ask you a question in a minute as well, Donna. But my one thing I'd like to say is that the UK have police officers and obviously have to deal with dogs every single day, and they don't even have guns. Guns aren't even an option. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So and they amazing. do exactly the same same jobs as what um, the American police obviously do. And you know they've got no. It's not even an option for them to even think about it. They don't carry any guns whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Now, so do they have mace? They have mace or pepper no. spray or anything? Yeah, they've got pepper spray. They have. Um, they carry truncheons. They've got the handcuffs and stuff, but that's it. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. And all of those can be used to avoid using lethal force. I mean, it's unbelievable if you just threw your handcuffs how scared a dog would probably get through your hat. You know, I mean, the dogs, the biting ambition really needs to be explored by these officers. If you look in sporting dogs, like, and working dogs, like in the Schutzens, um arena, where these dogs are supposed to be working dogs that are training to bite and that sort of thing, it's not all dogs that will even you can even get to bite. Even though they're bloodlines and everything else, they've been bred to do the shits and work. You can't even get them to do it. Dogs don't naturally just want to go out and start biting. That's just a response and their communication to say, step off. I need space between you and me. Hmm. Yep. Yep, exactly. Now, Donna, the other thing is I just want to ask you, is you were saying that you know a lot of police officers. 
I would love to actually get a police officer on the show, but not to literally, and, and like Kristen said earlier, and I've said this for a long, long time, we don't want to be batting the police, we want them to work with us. Mm-hmm. But I would love to know from their point of view, I would like to talk to them, just me and them, and just say to them, like, how do you deal with a dog that's coming at you? Do you know? Do you need? The, do you think you need the training? And ask them all these questions. We haven't had a police officer on the show to give them us their side. Um, I would have to go and see who would be willing to talk, and you know how that goes. Yep. Um, yep. I know one of my range officers might talk, um, but he's not going to give you a police. Um, I mean, I don't know if one of the captains could speak from. You know your friends over there, Howard. Yeah. Not to mention any names would probably. I yeah. mean, but but that's kind of skewed too because they're so pro dog that they don't represent the norm. The the question is, if you take a hundred police officers and you train them exactly the same way, how many factors influence? What are the outliers? You know, who are the people yeah. who have a quick trigger? Who are the ones that don't think before they shoot? But I think you what brought is, up a good yep. point, Donna, the pro dog, because we had Doc Rick on the show, remember? So when he said he's, right. never shot, he's never shot at a dog. So I think you brought up a good point, Donna. Pro dog, don't like dogs. I don't know if that, you know, I don't, I'm just trying to learn all this stuff, but that is an interesting point. You know more about, you know, the psychological stuff than we do, but that's very interesting. And the other part yeah, of that, unfortunately... With the data that I've collected, I don't have any demographics of the police officers, only of the dogs and their owners. A lot of the times, and and in the cases I've done, these police officers have shown some sort of sign beforehand. I mean, Officer Europe, for instance, in the Ziggy case, uh, shot and killed a man last year and previously shot another dog and was laughing about it and bragging about it. That's the piece I was addressing before, not to interrupt you, but we're seeing a very narcissistic personality here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I Yeah? Yeah, just something. And and the experts that I've consulted with that are, you know, ex-metro captains and things like that that are, are, are here for the use of force expertise, that is one of the things that they get into is the police officer psychology in the past. And there's always a sign, and I can't remember, there's like a three-step process or a three-step mindset. And there's always sort of a red flag that these officers exhibit. And I think that's another part of this, that these commanding officers need to recognize that, recognize that at some Mm. point these officers are going to get in the mix of something not so good. And for whatever reason, dogs seem to be a target a lot of the time. Have you read the research on the MMPI personality inventories and what they look like for police officers? Briefly, and it was a, a while ago, probably. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's just take a look at it. I'm not going to make yeah. a comment on it because I don't want to start a war here. But just look right. to see <laughs> what the personality style is on some of them. Because it was oh, a couple... Uh, Go ahead. No, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid <laughs> for saying... <laughs> But, but you know, Donna, Donna, I would have yes, to yes. wonder, that, Donna, I'd have to wonder, and Jennifer, the percentage of, let's say, officers that are, you know, animal lovers, and the percentage, of, yeah, you know, and percentage of those who have shot animals as opposed to, you know, there are people that don't like animals, there are people that despise them. So, they, so I wonder if there's any correlation there with cop, and officers that are animal lovers and have pets, as to those who don't, if there's any correlation in the shootings. I, I think don't know, that because some of these, like the, you know, when we've had the police officers on the stand before, they have their own dogs and and, and seem to take care of those dogs and that uh-huh. sort of thing. So I don't, I don't know if it's a, if some in some departments it's a badge of honor. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just putting it out there. I just thought it would be an interesting question. 
Well, you know, we have areas around here in Pennsylvania where we have a lot of individuals with puppy mills. You know about those lovely little... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what I heard, and I'm going to just say what I heard, uh, is a lot of times when they're done with dogs or puppies aren't selling or whatever, I've heard two things. I've heard, one, the people who were in the rescue... And, and it was a rescue who told me this. So again, I don't know if it's to be, you know, truthful or not. That they will get a call from one of this, one of these groups, and say, "Come over here in 40 minutes, or we're taking them out back." And I said, "Well, what did that exactly mean?" And I was told they either shoot the dog, or they've been known to clobber them with shovels, the little ones or the puppies that they don't want. Now, in some, and, and again, I'm trying to be as objective here as possible. Um, the mentality of certain individuals will treat dogs such as livestock. They animals mean nothing, you know. Working a plow horse until it goes down and it can't move anymore, and then they shoot it next. I don't know. That is not my mentality. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't well, be recently here. Recently, we have cops stomping on dogs' heads and yep. literally stomping on their head to kill them. Right. Mm. I mean, mm. now it's even going beyond guns and. You know, I'm entering those stories, too, because, I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's even more disturbing for some reason. Yeah, and, and I wonder how many yeah. of them have done. I wonder how many of those officers have done that to humans also. Well, here we go with Rodney King. Hundreds. Yeah, there you go. That was my point. There you know, any time you hit, well, look at, I mean, we can go off in a million tangents here, but if you look at, in certain cases with child abuse, you know, Sometimes when you have an abuse of anybody, they hit until the rage subsides. I don't care what they're doing. And that's what they're doing with animals. That's what they did with Rodney King. That made mm -hmm. me crazy. Yeah. I mean, how much force did you need and how many people did you need to do it? Exactly. So I've gotten into huge debates on that. and So that's kind of like I'm trying to keep it down here. But yeah. those images will never leave my mind. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about oh, it. Oh. Lord yeah. have mercy. Well, there's a, a true link and there's a scientific link between animal abuse and human abuse. Absolutely. And, yes. uh, and you know, yes. any, any, look at any serial killer. Yep. Uh, they started their lives uh, torturing an animal at some That's point right. or another. So it, it's definitely, an, again, another red flag. Well, yeah. you know yeah. what? We One of the psychologists that I know, uh, we meet a couple times a year at seminars, a very good friend of mine, did a presentation exactly on that, if they could look at the links between what the flags are, even though violence is not easily predicted. Some of the flags, including that, are fire starting, you know, conduct disorders, stealing theft, and it goes on from there. And that is a, a really big bell ringer. I mean, wasn't it Jeffrey Dahmer who used to go out to the woods and, and dissect roadkill? Yeah, and then he just graduated to people. Yeah. Say that again? He nailed, live squir he nailed live squirrels to trees and things oh, like that. Oh, love it. Great. <laughs> well, we just had an incident recently where they nailed those puppies to the railroad tracks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. That is, that is just, you know, Sue and I were talking about the decline of moral and value. Since when is it fashionable to torture animals for pleasure and fun? Don't, doesn't anybody have anything to do with their lives these days? Well, Donnie, you and I were talking about what was done to Patrick. You know, oh, yeah, thing. exactly. You know, it seems to be the norm. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, but do you know what? The reason the reason that they think it's pleasurable and allowed and everything else is because the society is letting them get away with it because we're not standing up to these governments to say to them, "Excuse me, you need to change laws because right. we've had enough of this nonsense." 
until people start standing up to it. And Jennifer, you must know this because you must it must drive you crazy at some points when you're trying to stand up for animals and stuff, but the laws aren't just backing you up. I'm going to pop no. out here for one second, guys. Okay, stand by. Okay. Um, you know, the laws are actually starting to back me up because, you know, we're seeing some changes in the court system. We're seeing some actual movement in the direction that we'd like it to go. We're seeing now officers being charged for the felonies that they should be charged Excellent. with. We're seeing some changes and some rulings I'm that back. recognize that animals are more than just their replacement value, more than their market value. They have an intrinsic value to the family. And in these cases, this is a taking. There's a violation of civil rights as it has to do with a police officer shooting and killing your dog. So there is the law behind you to support it. You just have to be able to think outside of the tunnel and be able to utilize that and um, and be creative when you're litigating these cases, any animal law case. But certainly in this this type of environment, I mean, experience is pretty key. But there are the laws to support you. You just have to creatively draft and brief and everything else. Jennifer, what was what's the longest sentence you've seen for a police officer um, in a dog shooting? Oh, there haven't been any sentences yet. Oh, this nothing? Is, this, is, this is brand new. This, Officer Robert Price, who uh-huh. shot Chloe, is the first that I am aware of uh, felony animal cruelty charge that has been handed to an officer <laughs> for shooting an animal. The, the um, next in Colorado was when they shot the elk here, Big Boy the Elk. Mm-hmm. And both officers were charged with felony um, charges. So it, it's kind of a brand new thing and much needed for a very long time and it thrills me that they're actually being held accountable for their actions. Well, I don't know if you guys know about this. It makes me it makes my it makes me sick to say it, but there was a guy in California that raped a dog and he got twelve years in prison. We had a we had an issue here in Pennsylvania just months ago where you saw the woman on tape fisting a dog. That's about the oh, best my. way I can describe it. Do you know she got away? She got, we had it on videotape. And it Good had God. and that was a nice way to say it. It was it was either with objects or something else, but there was some claim that this is how she kept them in order or and the dogs were rescues. Um I want to say they were like huskies or something. And we went crazy here and nothing happened. Yeah, but you know, Donna to quote to quote Sue, which is true and her and I have talked about this on many shows. If people aren't gonna be enraged about pedophiles getting out Oh, that's how true. Are we gonna, then, and Sue says it all the time, and she's right. Then how do we get people behind this? It's just your people, and Sue's right. It's got to go to the government. I mean, it could be a pedophile living three doors from me. Who knows? There are. It's crazy. Yeah, it's there crazy. are. And, and My you know, neighbor that, is an attorney, and I said to her, what's the process that we would have to take in order to change, say, the um, the dog issue and stuff from a misdemeanor, say, to make it a felony and bills. and We were just talking. And she just looked at me and she said, you know what, Donna, there are so many things that people want to change to a felony that this would probably not be even heard. Yeah, and it's our tax dollars that are electing and paying these idiots in that's Washington. Right. And we're, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and, I, and I use the word hey, idiots oh. very strongly. Now, I've got to go to the phone lines. We've got somebody waiting who I'm sure wants to rant with us as well. Um, area code seven one nine. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can indeed. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Hi. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, Who are we speaking to? Um, out here in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, 
there was a police that uh, shot this dog the other day that was about 30 feet away, sitting down, you know, not posing a threat oh. whatsoever. And, uh, oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Did you say Colorado Springs? Yes. Can you please call my office? Because I am working with Senator David Ballmer um, as in the Colorado legislature to draft a bill where... I mean, it's going to be a bill that we're going to be putting before the legislature, or it is before the legislature now, and we are compiling all as many cases as we possibly can of dog shootings in Colorado specifically, and hopefully this bill will lead the way nationally. But I would love for you to call my office and give us the details of that. Yeah, definitely, that'd be awesome. And you know, if, it's just rumor right now that he got five-day suspension with pay. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, Let's okay. just reward him for bad behavior. Yeah, I know, get a paid vacation. Oh, exactly. No, oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Just, you know, it's Jennifer Edwards with the Animal Law Center in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, and the number, if you have a pen available, is 303. Okay. Sorry. Oh, my. Can, can, 303. Hold on a minute. Okay. Jennifer. Uh, yeah. can, excuse me. It's caller. What was your name? Sorry. Uh, my name is John. John, are you okay if I forward your number on to Jennifer? Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Is that okay? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Jennifer, I'll email you his number, okay? Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. So what yeah, dog... Sorry, what, John, what, what dog was it and what, do you know what actually happened? Um, they were uh, dealing with a domestic case, and the dog was uh, actually the neighbor's dog. wasn't a dog in anything, just sitting in the front yard, and it was a pit slash black lab mix. There uh, we go. There we go, yep. Pit bull again. When did this happen, John? I'm going to just start Googling while you guys are talking. Um, It happened about, uh, I'd say, two weeks ago. John, did it make the newspapers or anything? I'm gonna um, I don't think so. I really didn't hear much about it other than uh, talk on the uh, from the community. So people are just talking about it, but it didn't make the local news or newspapers, nothing? Nope. I'm not that I'm not more. I'm out. Actually, uh, I don't think it was a dog. I think it was a nigger. Do you know what? You always have to have one, don't we? Um, right, I have got the number, so I will announce this idiot's number out on the line if anybody else wants to report what an idiot he is. Oh, His shame number on is 719-492-8084. That's area code 719-492-8084. Oh, my God. Jim, Bad pace, John. Do you know well, what? It's some sort of that's people disgusting. that really do get on my nerves because at the end of the day, there's people out there that really ha are having problems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And ooh. well, he's probably a police officer who shot a dog, so more than likely. You know what? I would just say for the time being, we're, just repeat his number one more time, and he gets no more airtime because we don't reinforce sick behavior. He's not funny yeah. at all. He's actually very, very immature, which probably would account for the nonsense. And I will use my favorite word, K-A-R-M-A. That's right, baby. Karma yeah. has no deadlines, and That's it's right. got a long got list. It. You got it, kiddo. Uh, I have something. Thank you, John, because I'm looking here. Jennifer, there's a Google that says Colorado cops wrongfully shoot second dog in just two months. That's Ziggy. Do you want me to post that on the Sioux Show deal? If, if you'd like, sure. Yeah, I, I will. Can. And I will put that... 
we also had two more in Pagosa Springs in the last couple of months. So there's been four in just a couple of months. That's ridiculous. Good grief. Um I was actually going to say to you to announce your number, but please don't put your number on. Um because obviously we have got a couple of D heads around. Um so but what I'll say to people, if anybody wants to get in touch with Jennifer, um uh, you can email asksueshow at gmail dot com and I will forward the details to Jennifer and she will contact you accordingly. So asksueshow at gmail dot com. I can vouch for her, she's absolutely a star. <laughs> a superstar. Yeah, and I just want to also say to people, and just really to go over what Jennifer said, we can when something happens to your dog, if it gets shot by a police officer, please, please go to a solicitor, well, we say solicitors, but you guys say attorneys and all sorts, go to a professional that's dealt with these cases before. Do not just think, well, I know this person, they can do it. That's not the case. Go to somebody like Jennifer, who's done it before, who actually knows her stuff, and who has dealt with these situations. Because, you know, you need to, all of us want our very best for our dogs, and it's no good going to one that hasn't done this before. You need to go to one that already knows the protocol, who already knows all of the, the dis, different loopholes, and will know what the police are going to chuck at you as well. Or, or that is willing to align with somebody who does. I mean, we can't have animal law specialists in every state in the union. That's I wish we could, but or the people that have handled these cases in every state. But if you find an attorney, see if they will be willing to align with someone else. Because I can tell you, if I don't know what I'm doing in a case, I absolutely will align with someone. Uh, you know, there's always more to learn, and you know, the acceptance of of advice from others is I cherish very greatly. And it, it bothers bothers me very much when I see the arrogance of attorneys in any profession, really where they feel that they have nothing left to learn. This is an area there's a lot to learn, and experience speaks volumes. Hey, if you don't learn something new every day, then, you know, that's what life's about. You learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Jennifer, is there anything that as us as Joe Public, like obviously we've already had Kristen that said that, you know, there's certain um, states that we need people to call in um, to different sections to be able to make changes, you know, six phone calls to whoever. Is there anything that Joe Public can actually do for you to make a difference in what you're doing at the moment? Oh, I would love to know, uh, you know, any of the shootings that are out there that I don't know about. I mean, Kristen's compiling lists and, and sending them to me and giving me all the data and that sort of thing. But, you know, I just want to hear people's stories and, and really start to get my head around how much of a problem this is. I mean, I pretty much am very well aware nationally because I've been involved in a number of these cases around the country. But, you know, it seems that every time I turn on my Internet and look at Facebook or something like that, there's another. So absolutely. And and try to go to your local legislature and start, start to implore them to do the same sort of thing we're doing here in Colorado, introduce a bill for increased training and increased awareness of dog behavior. And also a big part of it is, Allow, allowing the owner an opportunity to secure their dog. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
Now, I remember the one the one thing that was brought up was the fact that to literally give the people chance to actually grab hold of their dogs. A lot of the time, the police aren't even giving the owners chance to even grab their dog. Do you mean, no. is, is this part of it as well, Jennifer, to literally to give them a space for at least, at least let the, the, you know, the owners get control of their dogs? So, for instance, if they have got out, you know, give the owner a chance to be able to shout them in, get their favorite ball or whatever, so they'll just go straight to them in the house, end of story, rather Absolutely. than then just getting a gun out and shooting them. Absolutely. I mean, even SWAT teams, as I've talked to my experts, are trained when they go in and they do the flashbangs in a, in a building and they're going in for some sort of a raid. They oftentimes will know that there are dogs inside. And one of the things they'll do, because a dog will generally, if, if uh, confronted with a flashbang, hide just like the people do. And then the next order of business is secure everything that's in the building, if there are women and children, that sort of thing. And the other part of it is, there's a dog running loose, they'll give them the opportunity to say, put that dog in the bathroom while we secure the rest of the area. So, you know, some of those protocols are in place, and that needs to be implemented across the across the board. Okay. Exactly. Jennifer, exactly. I had a quick question. As I said, I'm very I'm just learning from you guys. It's not so it's also it's a lack of training, but and this is a stupid question, but no no question is stupid. Is it also is it also a lack of patience? You know, I think maybe not so much patience, but maybe a fear. Okay. Um, and not okay. understanding and I'd like to think that these officers don't all have some sort of ill will and want to shoot and kill a dog. Exactly. I think probably they don't know any other alternative in the way to handle it. And they don't have non-lethal use of force training. They're taught essentially to shoot first and ask questions later. Okay. A dog is in their way. A dog is alerting to their presence, whatever it is. Yeah. Let's eliminate that that nuisance. And it, mm-hmm. that's almost, let's eliminate the nuisance. That's not eliminating a nuisance, that's eliminating a family member, and that's yeah. the mental shift that needs to happen. That's the biggest thing, because they are, you know, when it comes down to it, this has been a very heavy show, but they are our family. I don't have any human kids. My Rosie's my daughter. You know, yeah. she is my she is my daughter. You know, I've never had human children, so it's, and you know something, I don't care if it's four-legged or two-legged, your kid is your kid, and it doesn't matter. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, we have to we have to understand police officers. I would love to have a police officer come on the show because, first of all, I don't think they're all bad in doing this. But the next part of it is, you know, they are here to serve and protect, and they have an immense, immensely dangerous job. And I'm sure, you know, adding on to what I said earlier to the situations where you might need to shoot a dog, there are probably also situations where they are going to a situation and they don't have a choice. With, and maybe their life and liberty, or life and limb, really is at stake, or somebody else's. Maybe it's a trained attack dog when they do some of these raids, or something like that. Or the dog is um, told to attack them in a situation where they're going after an assailant. Who knows? I mean, I, I have a level of understanding that just like if they had to shoot someone that posed a threat to them, a human target, they may have to do the same thing with a dog. But we should so, be able to trust our officers to make those decisions. So what you're saying, Jennifer, you could have a, you could have officers going on a call to, let's say, a meth house, and the dog is trained to kill mm-hmm. or trained to attack. Sure. And but, how are they supposed to uh, diffuse the, the illegal situation okay. when they've got a dog, you know, attacking? Yeah. yeah. So what's the answer to that as a, you know, as a professional? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, if, I mean, if someone asked you that question, what would you say? 
Well, it's the same thing as if a human, when they entered the home, came after Correct. them with a knife. They had a trained person, a guard, Correct. who came after them with a knife or gun. What choice mm-hmm. do they have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very interesting, very interesting. <laughs> I'm learning a lot today, Sue. Yeah. It's, it's, do you know what? It's even harder for me, though, because I, I have to take all this in. But remembering, I'm not used to the police even having guns. Yeah. So the fact that a police officer's come into my house and he's got a gun in his pocket, and we and let's face it, any time one of you guys can have a police officer that's had a bad day or hasn't got common sense or or whatever reason, something might just trigger and he, he might be a bit scared of your dog or whatever, he could at this moment in time shoot it and just say, I feared for my life. That's the end of the story. Yeah. Well, how about if your kid, your little two-year-old child like I have, jumps out from behind a bush and startles Exactly. But, you yeah, know, but, human the thing is, is, I'm thinking about my kids, Jennifer. If, if we had the same situation in the UK, I know, and this sounds really daft, but I know that my kids would stand in front of my dogs to protect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and let's do a reality check here. When is it that, you know, we're saying about, you know, that we're protecting our dogs, but let's look at it from a different point of view. There is surely got to be a time, if there hasn't been already, when a police officer goes to shoot at a dog, say somebody's dog, and the owner gets a gun out and goes to shoot at the police because they want to protect their animal. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting you know, scenario. Where this, where's this line going to stop? Because yeah. before you know it, then we could end up with a whole street that goes totally against the police because they've shot their neighbor's dog. Yeah. Now, where That'd does this fair. line stop? Yeah. Well, it's only a matter of time. I hear it all the time. If anybody enters my property and shoots my dog, I'm going to shoot back. You know, and that's at some point that's going to happen. Yep. It will. Yeah. So they've surely got to. Well, for some two reasons. Let's face it. Well, three. The first time is um, the fact that if there's so many of them happening, of course people are going to literally stand up for their rights. The second thing is, if it, it involves their children, of course it's going to happen. But then you're going to have the neighborhood standing up. And, and also, the amount it must be costing the police, we're paying out all of this for people that are claiming off them. Hmm. Can I say something? Yeah, of course you can. Go on. Okay, I wasn't sure if I was really on or not. Um, it's okay. Last year, um, a police officer pointed his gun at someone's dog, and the homeowner did shoot and kill the police officer. This has already ha- this happened last year. Wow. Um, and what happened? Uh, yeah. And, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, one of the things I keep saying is, is it's officer safety, too, because people really do take their dogs seriously. Um, and, you know, you know, public relations with the police officer, the whole community. And I think that, you know, that story got smushed kind of quickly People got really upset, but someone's actually releasing that story again tonight. So I have a feeling, you know, it's going to go crazy again. But um, the other thing is SWAT tactics. Now, I've done whole weekends where I just focused on this because I think it's a very specific sort of issue. Um, you You know, the war on drugs campaigns do a lot of stories of the dogs being shot by police because it seems to happen in every raid. And you know, at first people were trying to explain, oh, well, it's justified because, you know, they have a job to do. They can't wait and give people time to hide, you know, flush whatever they have, whatever. Um, but, you know, there was a raid done recently in 
on the East Coast, and this was for federal drug trafficking. They had tons of drugs. It was all cocaine, um, weapons, everything. I mean, they hit two different buildings, and they knew ahead of time that there were pit bulls, and they expected these pit bulls to be trained to protect, you know, their merchandise. So what this um, what this chief of police did is he brought animal control with him. He's like, we know there's dogs. Brought animal control, safely retrieved all four pit bulls. <clears throat> so I want I've been wanting to contact him and find out how we can share how he um, you know implemented those tactics into his design to share with other people um, because the truth is they take weeks planning these raids and. Um, you know, how did he bring animal control in safely to, you know, take the animals in? I don't know, but I know that he did it, <laughs> you know. But, so um, but I get very talk- interested in that whole thing. But, Sue, you've talked about this many times. We talked about the – I mean, you remember Lennox. They just came in and took him, remember? Yep. Came in and took him. And I know what you've said in that situation, so it's – I know, bet I can yeah. echo that. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, you know, just all around. The thing is, I know, and and I I can honestly say this, that if somebody went to shoot my dogs or did anything towards my dogs, you would have to go through me because there's no way that I would let, if they're like my, like all of us would say here, they're like my babies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, They've all got their own personalities. I I know when my babies aren't feeling very well, I'll say to Bill, I'll say, Miracle's not feeling herself today. How do I know? I'm a mum. Yep, you, you know. know. Yep, and it's true. I know when my Rosie's playing me up and she wants a treat, but sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said to her the other day, I said, you can't fool Daddy. <laughs> no, but I, mean, it's I, I hate to do it to you. I hate to uh, do it to you, but I've got to get inside and let the nanny go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Jennifer, thank you so, so much again. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. All right, thank you so much work. Bye, right, guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, we've had loads of angels on the show tonight, haven't we? And, Sue, I'm such a lucky guy to be on with all these beautiful women. I don't know how this happens to me. I just, I don't know. You know I'm what, just... Sue? I would watch him. First he tells me I'm not an angel, I'm a little devil. Now we're all these beautiful women. I don't know. He seems well, to be the show, flip-flopping. Well, the show's almost over. You know, what can I say, Donna? That's right. Cut and run. You better be careful, Donna. You better watch out, Donna. <laughs> No, but he I knows I talk, love him. But Sue, I have to tell you one amazing thing about your show, and it's—I I mean, I mean—to be on this show with Donna, it's just—it's just a mind trip, Donna. It's just unbelievable. It's, it's fascinating. I'm so glad that I had some time tonight to do this. This is amazing. Well, this is the reason why, and I'm going to have just a two-minute mini rant. This is the reason why Sue needs everyone help, guys. I said at the beginning of the show, she needs donations because it's just amazing the things we're getting done. And uh, you know how much more we will get done, and it, it, it's just amazing. So you know she's getting the word out, and it's just you know anything is possible on this show. So if anyone can help out, as I said, in honor of Patrick or whatever, please, any donation. What is the Sue? It's s u u k at gmail dot com on PayPal, correct? That's right. Yes, yes. But also okay. ask Sue Show at gmail dot com as well. Okay, okay. And no donation is too small, guys. Remember. Takes a dollar to get to a million, so uh, so let's try to help Sue out over the weekend. That sounds like an excellent yeah. idea. In honor of Patrick. That's right. You got it. You got it. a little green, green for the green. That's right. A little green won't hurt. That's right. <laughs> Are you uh, hanging out at the shelter this weekend? 
I am going um, Saturday. I told you I'm going to my. Uh, we're doing the show Saturday, and I'm going to my friend's house for dinner. And I will probably. I of course took the whole weekend or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can't work. So one of the three days I will be going, and I will be making uh, specific donations to pit bulls and senior dogs. That's where my oh, donations goodness. will be. Will be going excellent. to. That's where my heart is. Oh, excellent. Absolutely excellent. But I'm looking forward to this show. It'll be good. You know, so if anybody wants to ring in, anybody wants to say your thoughts, can I just insist to everybody, this is going to be a positive show on Saturday. Yes, yes, yes. We are not going to be talking about, oh, what the hell. I'm just going to say it. We're not going to talk about any skanky abuser. <clears throat> no, I'll say and, it. I don't uh, want, if you I... want to call in and have a word with me, because I said that, you're more than welcome. Uh, my, my email is asusho <laughs> at gmail.com. And um, at the end of the day, we're not going to be talking negativity about no, things no, no. like it. And um, we'll be going to be talking about Patrick, about how we want to be changing laws, how we want to make things different, how we want to learn from Patrick, and also how much we want to share the love like we have through Patrick, through Herbie, and how we've made so many changes. And like Jennifer has said herself, you know, we are making a progress. We are getting it out there, and that's thanks to everybody that's been sharing the show and the ones that are doing the phone calls, the emails, the sharing, and everything else. You're absolutely brilliant, uh, but we just need to keep it going. Yeah, but, yeah, to reiterate, so please, guys, be respectful on Saturday because there could be some very special people calling in, and there could be some very special people listening. So I don't want to hear the K word. It's just all about celebration. It's about how we've all come together and it's about how Sue brought us together. That's what Saturday's going to be about. And, Sue, if yeah. we get any more of the moron John calls that we got, let's just say instead of even reacting to it, we just cut them out and we make no comment. Yeah, well, all I do now is I just didn't, I just put their number out. Good. So, so Sue, let me ask you, is, I guess Don is going to become a regular, huh? A regular what? Well, Angel or I... devil? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Can you me, will you, Howard? Yes, I'll PM you. Yeah, please PM me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the new version of I will pencil you in. <laughs> no, I have to say, Sue, Don has added a, not that you aren't iron smart, but Don has added a very intellectual side to the show on Tuesdays now. Oh, please. <laughs> that was on three hours of sleep. <laughs> But the thing is, though, Donna, what I like about it is you you do know different things as well, and that's good because I'm in the UK. It's so many, it's funny because a lot of people get in touch with me, and I love it. You know, people call me from the U, the, the US. They need my support, and that's fine. I haven't got a problem. I mean, I'm I've, goodness knows how many phone calls I've done to America today, and uh, do you know what I mean? And I just think to myself, you know, I love doing all that. But it's good because I like it when I've got friends that are knowledgeable that know these little bits and pieces. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah, it, makes, it makes the world go round, Sue. Everybody, remember when we were talking last night about no matter what you do, big, small, you contribute something, something to give to the collectivistic nature of this planet. You know, we're mm-hmm. on the same trail, different paths. You know, we're here to lift each other's, uh, each other's, each other up, make everyone feel special, not ridicule. You know, we'll have different opinions, but, you yeah. know, the idea is, you know, we have enough negativistic people out there, hence the person who called. And, um, yep. you know, we really we really need to focus on why we're really here. And before I forget, um, I want to just tell you, Sue, I think it's amazing what you do and how you bring everyone together and give everyone um, 
a venue to rent or to express an opinion or express condolences or congratulations. And I think you handle the idiots very well. (laughs) I mean, I I commend you. I was speechless. I I had nothing to say on that. I went, you didn't hear me say a word. My mouth just hung open. I thought, did I just hear them right? You did great. Oh, you've heard that. She's had some dealings. Do you know what? Do you know what, though? It's funny because I've fallen for that once before, right? But the trouble is, I mean, I, I can't do four things at once. So I can't check phone lines and keep talking. And because sure I lose the trail of thought and I've got questions <laughs> I want to ask, so I bring them in. And it used to be where I would say, right, I'll just be a minute, I'll come. But then I miss what the show's about and it's hard. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I right. think, no, I don't mind bringing them straight in. And the thing is, if they say something, we're all grown adults. You'll sure. always get pathetic people in whatever we do. It doesn't matter if it's a rice cream seller or a dog trainer. You'll always get an idiot. And no, and I welcome <laughs> them, on, them on the show. If they're needing our help by putting, wasting them two minutes of their useless life, well, bring it on <laughs> because I'm not being funny. I think they're highly Good hilarious. It shows how pathetic they are. And they, they even are. give me their number to announce on the show. I mean, that's just lovely, isn't it? They're so caring, yep. and it's so nice of them to take part of the show. It's that's a shame right. they don't share the show and tell everybody. That would be even better, wouldn't it? I loved it. I thought, wow, you know, you, you know how to handle it. I just thought, okay. Well, Donnie, you I, must, I, must just, I must just say, though, the first time it happened to me, I did have 100 trolls in the chat room, and my phone lines looked like oh. it was a dating agency. That was during, I'm not kidding now. I, that was I during did the lose Lennox, my head. That was during the Lennox days, right, Sue? Was it? Wow. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the Lennox it was, days. It was yeah. when my heart was on the sleeve. I was going absolutely mental anyway, and then all that happened. I, I, and I must admit, I was about half a second off saying a very big swear word, and I got <laughs> my brakes on quickly. I think you could probably hear the skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that. Can I have that? <laughs> That's an excellent phrase. So listen, oh, Donnie, you better tell, Donnie, you better tell the hubby you have a new career now. Oh, yeah, in my free time, which he knows I have so much to do as it is. I know. You know, I know. we're yeah. always laughing, and so, and he knows me better. Oh, you're on the phone. It's like, yeah. But now. Now, <laughs> so I got to tell you, Donna, you know, Donna told me two years ago, she said, when you, you have a passion and when you find it and... Blah, blah, blah. Well, here I am co-hosting with you every Tuesday, so Donna was right. You know, you just got to live your passion and enjoy what you do and believe in what you do, and that's what Donna told me. Well, what I'm going to do is now that he's blown by cover with the balloons, (laughs) I'm going to just tweak that a little. And Howard is, I love the way he's trembling now because he knows nothing about what I'm going to say. Isn't it nice to, I love turning tables. Thank Um, you so much. I I love you so much. He, um. (laughs) He's very humble, and when Howard works, he works with not only passion, but with his heart, and never thinking of him, he works for the animals. He knows that he has a very special gift, but as many people who find callings later on in life, you know, we we shouldn't think that after 25 we're, you know, out to pasture. And, you know, at this point in the game, he has found something, and when it first hits, Let's face it, you really didn't know what to do with it. No, I didn't. And that's, right. when, that's when we hooked up again on the phone, and I said, you know mm-hmm. what? Just live it and let it happen to you because you have a very special gift, and this is what's happened. And I'm really glad, in all seriousness, all sincerity, that you were open to this because you've done marvelous work. 
Well, thank Sue, you. you do amazing work. I'm just very proud and very privileged to know you both. So I thank you both. Well, with thank you, and, and it's an honor to know you, and I know you and Sue are going to become very good friends now, too. Now, well, we're, it's we're really good. funny because I just feel like, even though Donna and me only first started talking yesterday, mm-hmm. I feel like I've known Donna for ages, and we just totally clicked. It was just such a brilliant show yesterday. Two hours went, well, like it always does with us, Howard. Yes, it goes it so fast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. It was, very, it was very pleasant. It was a pleasant conversation. It was. It was good. And we talked about loads of different things. And this is what I keep saying to people, right? This show is not just about animals. This, this right. show is an advocate show. This is where it doesn't matter what you believe in. I want to support everybody to be able to get what they believe out there. And that even goes for, I mean, I've got Max in the chat room at the moment. We, we do about psychic shows. Mm, We've helped so many people just through our, through our spirituality because of psychics. I don't knock anybody who's got a different religion. As long as everybody's got something they believe in. That doesn't even matter if you believe in your, your family or you believe in your dogs, you believe in whatever. It doesn't matter what you believe. There's too much war already over religion. And we'd, all I will say to everybody, it doesn't matter what you believe. On the Ask Sue show, it's about sharing love to each other, whatever they believe in. We've, we've got enough wars in the world. We've got enough hate in the world. Right. We just need to be changing the way that it goes. And that means sharing my posts off my pages with loads of love. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and Donna, I have to tell you, we've got to tout Sue a little, Sue a little, the wonderful mom she is. Her kids are animal advocates. One of her, you remember John the dog in Brooklyn? Remember John? Yes. Yes. Well, her son, her, uh, son started a group. And it really? took off three years. God helped save John the dog. And John has been adopted, but um, he was on the show with the family who adopted uh, John, and they, they, thanked, they thanked him so much. And, How uh, nice is that? And her daughter's, her daughter's yeah. a little sneaky one. She told me if I... <laughs> so who was the dog who, were, who was the... Um, um, what's the Shimmer. dog's name? Shimmer. She said, if, Shimmer. if you share Shimmer, I'll share Patrick. So goes to show you how, she, how, how well she's brought up her children. <laughs> well, I was going to say, as I said last night when we were talking about, you know, the bad people who do bad things, and I remember making mm-hmm. the comment, I hope you're proud of your children, meaning the ones that are yeah. the abusers and whatnot. So we learn by example. And so yeah. I would say that your one son he learned by example. Now we have to talk about, you know, are we, are we, you know, trading off here with your daughter? I don't know. What did she make a deal with you, Howard, or what? <laughs> oh, no, no, she was very blunt, like her mom. She said, "You share Shimmer, I'll share Patrick." That was it. Was very. There was no two ways about it. How old is she? Uh, oh my goodness, don't she? She's coming on twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like her style. Oh, do you know what? Can I? I'll just tell you something, right? And some people may shout about this, but I actually showed my 13-year-old son, Jamie, um, John, when he was obviously nearly starved to death, shall we say. And I also showed Jamie the video of a dog being stripped alive of his fur. And Yes, alive, everybody. Stripped of their fur. And the body of this poor dog that was still alive was chucked in a skip, and their eyes were still blinking, and they can be alive up till 10 minutes after. Oh, that's horrible. I showed my son, and people say, how can you do that? And it's simple. It's reality, and they're growing up in this world, and I want them to see it so that they can realize what we're trying to achieve, and hopefully when they're older, they'll be doing exactly what we're doing. Well, hopefully we'll have changed enough, not, enough laws and et cetera to make a difference, but, you know, we've got to show them. And these people, and I've, I've, I've literally need to say something, right? Uh, we've got a minute and 40 seconds, and something, something I said to Howard I want people to think about. 
There is people out there that are blind and can't see. There are people out there who are deaf and can't hear. There are people out there that can see and can hear, but don't look and don't listen. That's true. Who are the ones that have got the special needs? That's very true. Well said. People people that are blind can probably see more than these people have got sight. And the ones that are deaf can probably hear more than the ones that actually can hear. The the, the people with the special needs are the ones that are ignoring our pictures, that think that it's wrong that we share these posts, and that don't want to see and don't want to hear. The reality is it's surrounding you, and at some point you're going to walk into it or you're going to hear it. We need to stop it. If you can walk away and do nothing, not only with animals, but do nothing for anything or anyone that feels pain, and you can walk by and not respond at all. That means you don't call the police, you don't make a report, you don't intervene. Of course, you don't want to intervene in a dangerous situation, but yeah. if you do nothing, this is where I say karma has no deadlines. Yep, and like, yep. I'll, say, and like I'll say my favorite three words, shame on them. That's right, shame yeah. on them. You're <laughs> absolutely right. right. How do you well, go home with yourself we, and sleep at night? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Right, we've got seven seconds, so thank you both very okay, much for guys, joining the show you. tonight, and uh, speak to you soon. See thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.